Hello, folks. I want to talk to you today about HelloFresh. Uh, full disclosure, they have not yet agreed to sponsor this podcast, but it's not for lack of trying. I did send messages to the info at addresses and all of the places I could find on their website, and no one ever got back to me. But I was in line recently at Starbucks. I was getting my daily half-calf Pike's Peak, which is difficult to do because they have to water it down. And in front of me in line, I saw a guy take his wallet out, and he happened to have a business card that had the HelloFresh logo on it. I recognize the logo because that's the one that's on the super convenient box that comes to my doorstep every single week. I tapped him on the shoulder, introduced myself, asking if he could put me in touch with somebody who might be able to sponsor the pod. But it was at this point that I realized I had kind of reflexively reached out when he was about to put his wallet away, and I was holding one side of his wallet and he was holding the other. In retrospect, I realize it does look a little bit like I'm threatening him for information about the person who manages sponsorships at HelloFresh. And so right away I let go and I, I apologized and he put his wallet in his back pocket and informed me that he no longer even works at HelloFresh. So I guess that's not the avenue. That being said, I do need to tell you how well HelloFresh fits in with your lifestyle. You can try out incredible meals like halloumi and sun-dried tomato risotto or pesto-crusted lamb or warming beef Herrera-style soup. Doesn't this sound delicious? Go to HelloFresh.com. I don't have an offer code, but if you go to like some other podcasts, they if you skip ahead to the ad section, oftentimes they'll have a promo code for 10% off or something. I really recommend you do that. Okay, on with the show. Hello, colleagues. Hello, friends. Welcome to the unofficial podcast all about Hogswood Cooper Media. If you don't know, Hogswood Cooper is the international conglomerate that owns everything from coal mines to tech startups, news stations to casinos. Now, I don't work for HCM personally. I'm just their number one fan. And with this podcast, I'm on a mission. I want to interview folks who work in every subsidiary of this remarkable company. So join me, won't you? I'm Dean Ardenfeld, and this is The Corporation. guests are sisters and entrepreneurs who hail from the land down under. Their chain of cakeries, Bricky Buns, has branches in Sydney, Brisbane, and Woolloomooloo. This year, they've been all over the news for refusing to print certain messages on their customizable confections. Recently, Bricky Buns was acquired by Hogswood Cooper Media, so they're about to go global. That's very exciting. In their spare time, they participate in speed origami competitions. Please welcome Carleen and Kendra Blint. Hey, Jane. Hiya. Hi, ladies. How Good are you here. today? How's Oh, my goodness. It's great to have you. Bricky Buns is really taking Australia by storm, huh? How did that mm. all start? And, and, and how did you get working together as sisters like this? Oh, gosh. Hey, do you want to tell well, you? Well, you know, we actually, we we had gone through a stint of just not talking to one another for oh, what, really? like, age seven to, like, 27 or something. You're leading with it. Well, <laughs> anyway, so our mum came out and she said you guys have got to figure this out yes. so we had like this lovely breakfast together yes with the, with the brekkie with a little brekkie bun. bun and it was your idea you know i um i have been fasting for about uh, 27 years for the length of time that uh, uh kendra and i were not speaking i um you weren't speaking to your own sister and you fasted that entire time for years well we have different definitions, I think, of what fasting means. Right, right. And, yeah, so in Australia, it's more like 
you only eat certain foods from certain places at certain times. Yes. Yes. It's like some people keep kosher and you were keeping a Kangaroo mostly, I think. It's actually very popular dish. Kangaroo is the thing you eat or the thing you exclude? It's it what I eat with a kangaroo, the, so I could only eat with a kangaroo next to me. Oh wow, that must be and difficult. So that must be very difficult. violent animals. Yes, yeah. it was very it was aggressive. So yes. for twenty seven years, every meal you had was next to a kangaroo. That's right. Which was why we weren't really talking. Well, <laughs> partly it yes, was unco- yes. It was uncomfortable for other people. So yes. Okay. All right. Wow. So how it's, did you? You just made the decision once you once you two made up with one another that mm-hmm. you didn't have to keep this kangaroo thing going, and you were able to go into business uh, with a traditional bakery. Yeah, it was sort of a sharp turn, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think it started well. We started with enjoying brekkie, obviously. Who doesn't <laughs> love a good brekkie? <laughs> yeah. And then I was sort of trying to therapize you, and so we murdered yes. the kangaroo That's and made right. it into a brekkie bun. Our, our first one, and it was so delicious that we yeah. thought, "Hey, you know, let's Gotta reunite do. and put our skills together and yeah. start a business." And it's right. So it's really like some people ca- talk about burying the hatchet, but you really took the hatchet to the kangaroo, to the buried the kangaroo. Ca- the kangaroo in the bricky bun. Thank you. In, in our bellies, honestly. In, in our bellies. Oh, <laughs> oh, gosh. So good, though. Those are good memories. Uh, no, uh, yeah. I probably didn't do the research. I'm sure all this is on, in the about section on your website. I is it? should have. Uh, what no, a, what, a, what no, an origin we, story. We should put that on. We should have a website. That's oh, true. Oh, that, yeah. that explains why I couldn't find it. Okay. Hmm. So, um, so hmm. what's it like now that you two have made up and you and you have this very successful chain all over the all over the continent? We are well fed, and Absolutely. we are so excited about Hogside Cooper Media acquiring us. Yeah. How did that come about? That a global media corporation decided to buy this. Well, we started sending our buns in the mail. Yeah. Yeah, we okay. did oh, a so you while have a, ago. Yeah. You have a and you know, they uh, some of them they don't hold up through the no. mail that well, turns out. Hmm. So we got kind of several aggressive letters back. Yeah, but we kept on. But we kept on We're and aggressive. um eventually we had uh you know, Dave came right to the right. shop to complain and the, and then we kinda Oh so someone who him. worked for the corporation ended up in your Dave. shop. Dave. Dave. Yeah. yeah. Do you know him, Dean? Do you know um, Dave? Well, Do you know Dave? I, I Dave. There's probably a lot of Daves. I have a sp- spreadsheet with all the employees and Dave. Dave I've got about 50 Daves here, so a, it's a large corporation. The tall one? Yes, with a dark Quite hair. Tall. Sure, he's got a dark. Sure. He's got dark a hair. So you don't, have a, you don't have a last name no, on the person no, who acquired. And does it matter? No. Really? No. You, did you sign no. anything? Did we? Yes. Yes. I did. Okay. We did. Did you read it? Like it's definitely no. Hap- okay. So we we're not a hundred percent sure that you've been acquired. No, I absolutely. Uh, we are definitely in it's like a paper. Okay. You would know, Dean, wouldn't you? That's why well, we're here. Yeah, I put mean, something in the cabinet to save it. Obviously, think so. I mean, it would be a terrible thing. If, you, if this wasn't the case, because I I don't have no. people on my podcast oh, no. we who aren't part six, of the Hogswood family. Big hit, big yeah. hit with right. Dave. Okay, great. And actually, I'll I do think that Hogswood Cooper would be quite upset to learn that we didn't actually sign anything. And so, uh, jokes on them if if they they would be right here in a minute. Yeah, in a minute, okay. Dave yeah. would walk Dave. right you in. Said, you Dave. said that you did. 
know, you do. But I, we don't remember. I, but, no, but I, there was something. There was a paper. It's and in it's the cabinet. It's in the cabinet where we keep things. Okay, <laughs> gotcha. Okay, great. Okay, so um, why don't we talk a little bit about this fact that, uh, you know, this is the elephant in the room here. Um, you, there are certain uh, sayings, phrases, uh, such that people right. want to put on their cakes um, that you refuse. Oof. You say it's it's within our rights to not yes, to refuse no. you business. Well, and, that, and, and a lot of people have gotten upset about that, right? Well, Dinta, do you know that it's become quite a hip thing to celebrate girls getting their periods, the first period. Oh. It's oh. a thing now. Oh, that's disgusting. It's a big celebration. Disgusting. Disgusting. Absolutely and disgusting. And kept in the closet. Mm. And so we had our mum come in and mm. she said, I would love a cupcake. Not our mum. Not our mum. A mum. A mum. A mum. A mum of a, of a, of a, a supposed a girl who... Woman. Who wants flow came to visit, if you aye, will. I and, and And she just wanted a... You know, <laughs> no. What, to finish that thought, what is the cupcake? What is the cupcake she, she wanted made? She wanted it to say "good blood," <laughs> and we would never. Good blood. Was, that was good, the full message. Good yes. blood. Yes. <laughs> but and it was chock full of kangaroo. You know, which we're fine. Oh with, wow! Wow! You're delicious. still using the kangaroo. Oh yes, they're our most popular. Uh-huh. Um. If, you know, if she hadn't told us the backstory, I think we would have done it. Yeah, you know? we would have been good blood. Yeah, good we've blood. got good blood. Yeah, good we blood, do. Blood, Sisters. Blood. There's certainly plenty of, then, plenty of kangaroo blood in yes, the cupcake. Uh, yes. And then she brought a child in and we had to yeah, meet her. And it was contacts. Oh, oh gosh. No, no way. So, so, no, we refused it. We sent her right out of the door. Yeah, yeah. We, we sent her one cupcake that said bad blood and it was full of spiders. <laughs> That was it. It was your choice, not mine. Well, okay, I, so, yeah. So go I, bigger, you know, go I was thinking that you were just getting into trouble because you were refu- refusing to serve people, but you've actually uh, honored their request, but then filled yes. the confections with things like spiders. And see, well, I, I don't see know if would. you know that Australia oh. is known for its diverse. Uh, animals and oh, sure, snakes and spiders. Right? So of really, it was a celebration of that. And do you know, Dean? Hmm. We. How true to our morals, don't we? Absolutely. Kendra. Well, I mean, remember that guy who came in? Yes, I do. Remember what he wanted? Yes. He came in and he just bought a new pair of boots, mm-hmm. but they were not made with kangaroo. Can you believe it? They were made... Sorry, from, what was that? They were, they were made, uh-huh. yes. Yeah. They were made with one of those sca- snakes from the outback. Oh, gosh, And we yeah. would never... We would never condone a, a cupcake or a cake of any kind. No, condoning no. He a new wanted pair it of made beads. with snake innards. Can you believe it? So you're going to have to pardon my American ignorance here. But what? Uh, sure. is it a, uh, what kind of cultural faux pas is it to be wearing snakeskin boots versus kangaroo boots and asking for uh, snakes, uh, snake cupcakes you know, versus snake kangaroo snake is a bad omen. Yes. Um, mm. So anyway, because one t- do you remember that time, so su- Kendra? Super, superstitious, the yeah, two of you. We're yeah. mostly just for our family. They, do you oh remember gosh, that time that, that the snake. snake came into the bedroom? Yes, and yes. ate the baby. And it ate the baby. It <laughs> was our brother. Triplets. Yes. Yeah. Your brother yeah. got yeah. eaten by a triplet. Fraternal triplet. Yes. Oh, no. Okay, eight. first of all, I had no idea you were twins to begin with, but you're saying you were originally yes. triplets. Yes, 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 oh, we are. yes, we are. Wow. Yes, we are. Mm. Wow. And we can, every time we see or hear about a snake, mm. I can it's feel trauma. his presence. The trauma. The trauma. 
Oh, so you because um, you know some some twins have that sort of twin yes. language that they speak together. Oh, You've got like right. that with snakes because the snake represents your yes. dead brother. Oh no, like so, it. Well, no, it's more like Sandra. they haunt our nightmares. Yes. Okay. All you know. Right. Yeah. So it's not it's not really an Australian thing. It's no, more it's of a our family thing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Dark, so dark history. Really, it's not a cake wig or no. It's Absolutely wig. not. Sure. Um, and, and so so what what happens when people say like. Uh, well, it's my First Amendment right to put whatever I want on a cupcake. Like, do you have the First Amendment in Australia? No, we don't. Okay, no. so so people aren't aren't able to just say whatever just they want. No, 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 oh, no, no, I don't think do you so. They? I don't know. They don't. I've never read anything about it. It's like you know, in the you cupboard. can't. You can't in the write, cupboard. Can maybe the cabinet. Maybe there's something important in there. You, you know how you can't. Say, you can't like the only only thing you can't do. I think in America is yell fire in a crowded movie theater. <gasps> Um, but if I wanted to put fire on a cupcake, could I put fire on a cupcake if I wanted to write fire on a cupcake? Well, it depends, Dane. Mm. What's the context? Oh, you, that's so interesting that you need to know the context when you, when you get an order. Every every bricky bun is made with love and consideration. Like for instance, you said you would have made that bad blood. Yes. What was bad blood? Bad blood. Bad blood. blood. Cupcake. Yes. Bad blood. Good blood. Good blood. Yes. Good blood. Yes. Good blood. We did, blood but we, we made them out one. with the bad blood. Yeah. The like, one we sent time with it said bad blood. Yes, it but it, it, she I see, asked I see, I see, I see. for good blood and we said uh, no. No. Right. Not good. Go ahead. Wow. It's horrific. Well, uh, uh, that's incredible. Um, I, I want to ask you real co- real quick before we get to our next guest here uh, about your hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw speed origami down here and yes. I thought, so do you, yes. is this a, a thing that you both enter individually? Do, are there doubles competitions? How does this sport well, work? You know, it's interesting because even when we weren't speaking with one another, we mm. were competing yes. together yes. So, in wow. the speed origami. You have a different animal that you is your go-to fastest yes okay then mine it's actually the koala oh oh my gosh violent also talking of violent animals you know they're always high because eucalyptus is a hallucinogen do you know that that, i'm sort of losing the thread here what does this have to do with anyway so she so uh, the key element of speed origami is you have you have your signature animal everyone in the industry that's right yeah, and cars is okay. definitely a koala. Mine is a two-headed toad. That's right. Yeah, wow. and they are the same difficulty level, and so that's why we're able to compete at the same time. Yes. And so someone yes, just yes. sets a buzzer, yeah. and yes. they tick it off, and then we go, and um, the winner takes all. Yeah, wow. our cabinet is full of trophies. And now that you're speaking to one another, are you are you teaming up uh, against other people, or still competing against each other in those? competition oh it's still very competitive mm. against yes. one another yeah and um we have a corner in the shop mm. where folks can come in and if they want to challenge us if they do do if they win against us they can have a free uh bricky bun bricky bun wow it's wow I like I, I feel like I might be reticent to order a bricky bun knowing that you all like to put strange things inside of them. No, what no, are, no. Are all the ingredients are listed. That's right. As well as the nutritional information. Yes. So everyone knows what they're getting themselves Absolutely. into. But I mean, you Very just told nutritious. me that you, you replaced the innards of one with a bunch of spiders. So. Well, it was just, no. you know, a few times. A There's few also times, a yeah. warning on the door. So people know. If uh-huh. we say don't come in yes. here with sass. 
the That's point. Or you might get something unexpected. That's it says right. it right on the door. It's don't a come sign. in here with what? Sass. 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 Okay, sass. Yes. Yeah. Don't you sass us. Don't sass us. Because we'll sass you back. I would That's never right. sass. I, would, I don't even so know. So people are aware. We put everything out. Everything out there. Everything's out yeah, for sure, everyone sure. to see. Absolutely. I would never sass anyone. I don't think I'm capable well, of it. Not no, no, should you? Well, folks, um, my second guest today spends his workday reaching for the stars, quite literally. Before we get to that, though, let's pause and hear a quick word from our sponsor. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Are you peckish for a morning snack? Looking for an afternoon pick-me-up? Need a treat for that Barbie tonight? Hiya! We're the Blint Sisters. I'm Kendra. And I'm Colleen. And we're from Watamalai, Australia. Let Kendra and Carleen Blent, two sisters who are now speaking to each other again, lovingly make you one of their award-eligible signature pastries. We have the world's most delicious... Bricky buns. Bricky buns. Bricky buns are available in Sydney, Brisbane and Wallamaloo. And soon, they'll be coming to your town. Come on down and try our hot, fresh kangaroo buns, our most popular menu item. And it's not just buns, it's custom cupcakes too. Please note, the Blend Sisters retain the right to change the message or filling of your custom order. Wearing snakeskin boots, celebrating someone's Aunt Flo. Unless you like spider cakes, better keep it moving, mate. So come visit the sisters today at Brecky Buns. But whatever you do, don't sass them. (laughs) Am I right, ladies? Don't you sass us, because we'll see you back. back. And we're back. I would like to remind you at this point, as I do every show, that I, Dean Ardenfell, am not and have never been an employee of Hogswood Cooper Media or any of its subsidiaries. Okay, we've been talking to Carlene and Kendra Blent, and now I'd like to bring in my second guest who works for a totally different subsidiary of Hogswood Cooper. He's the concept design supervisor at AeroPenetrate, the aerospace engineering firm that's on the cutting edge of space travel. This amazing conceptual artist works to ensure that each AeroPenetrate spacecraft is unique to the personality of the wealthy individual who has commissioned it, while also ensuring that the craft is physically able to slip the surly bonds of Earth. On weekends, he donates blood. Please welcome Shep Monzo, everybody. Hi, Shep. Well, hello, Dean. Uh, great to have you here. You're uh, now. We're not allowed to really say too many names of the people. The con. The, the, no, of the, course not. Our with. clients are confidential. Right, but there are an increasing number of ultra wealthy people wanting to go to space, and you're the one who takes them there in interestingly shaped spacecraft. Right. Well, I, I want to correct you there. I, I do not literally take them anywhere. I draw sure yes. concept art of the spacecraft that right. will deliver them from this earthly coil. <laughs> wow. And uh, and you. And it's almost like when you when you see one of those concept cars and you're like, I want to drive that. And you're like, oh, oh, you can't drive that. That's just a concept, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so you're sketching out what... It w- and, and so what are, what are your inspirations when you're trying to come up with a new spacecraft or a new billionaire? Well, I'm very, very client-based. I have an mm. interview with them. Uh, we, we sit one-on-one and they share their innermost uh, desires and fears. And I try uh. to create a landscape around them that will include everything that makes them a unique wow. individual. Wow. Like, well, I would love to do like a little like uh, exercise where we kind of do that. So like, could you tell me like, uh, you know, a handful of adjectives or things that like the, the last client, you don't have to say their name, but like the last client gave you? Well, my last client was a big fan of the sport of hockey. Mm. And so cold. Okay. Uh, cold, huh? Adrenaline. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, a guardian. 
and also uh, purple and gold because those were the colors of his favorite team. Wow, wow. And you take that and mash it all up into something that, you know, will fly to space. Oh, yes, but not just that. I also interview them uh, about things that they are afraid of. Uh, in my, wow. my theory about uh, inner space travel is that it should always be at least partially terrifying. Uh-huh. And I don't think there's any question that space travel is mostly terrifying, right? Yes, but, but I've found that most millionaires and, and billionaires like to tinker around once they're up there, uh, wow. and, and I don't want them going in the parts of the ship that are dangerous, the engineering right. and, and such stuff where they could uh, uh, blow themselves up if they touch the wrong button. Sure. So we make that part scary. Really? So rather than try to like lock it away in an inaccessible, like behind an inaccessible panel with some bolts or something, you try actively to make corners of the spacecraft terrifying so that the billionaires won't mess with them, indeed. like a haunted house or something. Yes, indeed. Well, uh, what, exactly, what sorts of things do you put in those corners of the spacecraft? Well, for example, uh, the, ma the man who was uh, interested in hockey uh, mm. is also uh, terrified of... Um, of bears and and so right. uh, that part of the spaceship it gradually transforms into a forest uh, and there is wow. a moon uh, that rises over the dark dark forest wow. and then there are the rumblings of bears and if you go far enough down that corridor then mm. there's animatronic bears that will leap out at you and wow. roar and, and gnash their teeth and swipe their claws and various things and if you get past them there is a live bear uh, wow. which has been trained to attack upon sight wow 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 it really is like like a like a dog guarding the gates of hell or something you've got this like literal animal How I mean, I have to ask, uh, when you put a, re a real bear in a spacecraft, sort of loose in a forest, how does it handle the G-force of, like, launch... The oh, they don't, oh, they don't like it. No. Okay. All right. Do you, uh, do you test for But if for your that? goal is to make an aggressive bear, subject, <laughs> subject it to G-forces. I see. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, and have you ever had a billionaire, like, go to space and decide, you know what, I'm going to get past whatever the, uh, what, whatever's in my way to uh, tinker oh, oh, with things? Oh, certainly. Have you ever tried to stop a billionaire? It's very difficult. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people have found that it's very difficult to stop a billionaire who I wants I would say there's about a 5% fatality rate. Uh, of the billionaires themselves? Mm -hmm, oh, mm -hmm. wow. Yes, okay. indeed. Uh, so are there, I've only, I can only think of like, you know, three or four that I know of who have gone to space, but uh, maybe well, there have been some... you wouldn't know all of them. There have been some confidential... There are some very out in the open billionaires, sure, and uh, frankly, yeah. most of the other billionaires frown upon them. Oh, really? Why is that? Just because too they let secrets out. They mm. show the public what billionaires are really like. Right. The usual things. Now, how do you respond to uh, the criticism that most of the spacecraft that uh, aeropenetrate designs look like a certain part of the anatomy? Well, I think that's uh, contained within the name, aeropenetrate. Yeah. Uh, we wanted something that was both futuristic and sexual. Right. Is, do you find that there is a, and I hate to get too dirty here, I don't want to try, we have a family, you know, it's a family show, but like... Well, set the tone yourself, Dean. Sure, that's, yeah, that's what I'm attempting to sort of set the table here. Um, what, um, do you feel like there is a connection between wanting to go to space and uh, sex, for instance? Oh, I think so. Uh, I think that the main driver behind human behavior is sexual and uh, mm. space is just another thing to penetrate. Wow, that makes sense. And, you know, and it would also make sense that a billionaire who's going to space would start trying to fiddle around in places he doesn't belong. Right? Indeed, yeah. indeed, it all goes together. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I'm starting to see the parallels now. Uh, well, you know, I want to bring uh, uh, our other guests into the conversation here and see what they're what they're thinking. Um, you know, maybe we could. I always like to do some cross promotion. If there's any, uh, maybe we can get some brecky buns on the next rocket ship to space. What do you all think about uh, I Chef's work here, guys? Don't know. It sounds like I'm dangerous. Did I hear the word sex? Six. Because I hate that sex. Oh, right. That might be an issue. Basic. Huh? Space six. Well, you know, Steady. maybe maybe when you're designing your terrifying corners that you're trying to keep people away from. I mean, these people have access to spiders and the, snakes. A and kangaroo, perhaps. That's true. Oh, we yes. could definitely develop some creepy corners. Yes, yeah. we could. Could you think of Shep off the top of your head? Could you think of any clients who are afraid of some of the things that uh, that the sisters here could I? access? Oh, I believe so. Uh, there's plenty of billionaires that are afraid of the pedestrian things like spiders and snakes. Yes. Mm. Would we yes. say pedestrian? No, I mean. The spiders in Australia, there's, you should be afraid of them with one bite. You don't have a face anymore. It's, you know, they're mm, terrifying. Right. I mean, think about this. And I'm this is just a, a pitch here. But like, what about cabinets full of snakes? Oh, my gosh. And then if someone were to approach the yes. cabinet on the oh, cabinet, yeah. aerospace craft, do these mm. go into space? Yes. So if they were to open it, they would spring out. Would that, do you think oh, that would work? Ship? You know, that kind is of it addresses, ship? it's a ship. Ship? ship, ship, ship. Is it ship? Is it? It's ship. Yeah, ship. It yeah. is. It's ship. ship. I think the okay. cabinet would also do the added bonus of keeping it a bit more secluded. All the buttons you don't want touching or whatever. Oh, so the you buttons know? would so be behind the cabinet. Would yes. be inside, behind the door, the bits, sure. you know, doors yes. of the cabinet, so and then cabinet. The, but you'd have to get past the snakes so and spiders and deep kangaroo. You could put kangaroo up there. Dead in a minute. Not everyone knows. Violent. Kibbenuts, you found mm. in dark corners. Dark corners. Do you know what else you do in dark corners? Oh, that's when we go back to the six. That's right. So, uh, sorry to interrupt this really great flow we've got going on creatively here, but um, Shep, have, I, I, you don't have to, again, don't have to tell me names, but um, I, it seemed like you intimated earlier that you have lost a few billionaires. What happens when that, when a billionaire goes down a hallway, gets mauled by a bear and comes back, you know, from the, from the outer reaches of space? Not alive. How does your uh, company deal with that? Oh, well, that's when our media department starts to spin a tale. Okay, all right. There's always another uh, way to describe what Well, you've heard of people perishing, prominent people. Sometimes it happens the way the media tells you, and sometimes they died in space, and we needed to make up a story. Wow. Wow. Oh, I guess if you didn't know that the billionaire went to space to begin with, right, he could have died anywhere, right, on on Earth. Indeed. Yeah. Yes. Perhaps they were. I mean, which is more believable? That a billionaire died being mauled by a bear on Earth or in space, right? Yes. I would say a little bit more believable on Earth. Yeah, right. really good. Perfect. Point. And uh, I want to touch on it. Said under your hobbies, that, Shep, that you donate blood. I and do. What is? Uh, what's? How do you see that as a hobby? Uh, like, well, I do it recreationally. Okay. Uh, I find that it gives me, uh, I would say, a thrill uh, to to know that my blood is leaving my body and that it will be in someone else's. Okay. Wow. Hmm. Um, it's noble. So, uh, are are you like the? So, are you going around? Are you giving away like sort of more than you can lose? Like what happens? Oh when no, I like to remain healthy. Uh, hmm, you're okay. talking about an addiction, whereas right. I, I have a hobby. Right, right. I have uh, sometimes I conflate those two addictions and hobbies. So you have a hobby of uh, going around and just like l- 
sometimes you know how how sometimes one walks down the street mm. and uh, sees other people walking down the street or, or, uh, or catches a glimpse of someone in their living room watching mm. television. I like knowing that perhaps some of my blood is inside those people. Interesting. Mm. Okay, yeah. so it's more of a voyeuristic kind of hobby, huh? Well, no, I feel connected to them. Oh, interesting. It's it's a lonely thing to be an artist in today's world. Mm. Uh, sometimes people don't want to... Uh, be with someone who has an unstable income that way and uh so I've learned to be alone and this is how I connect. Ship do you know that in um uh Australia down under no one's alone there because we share blood all the time. All the it's time. actually a requirement in Australia to donate blood at least once tw- once a month. Well that what? sounds like a paradise. Wow. Wow. Yeah. If We're not planning. for the deadliest was, spiders sorry, and it, snakes. Uh, was it once or twice a month? Well, it's twice what? every two months. It's twice every <laughs> twice two every months. months. Yes. yes. So, so once a month. Once a month. <laughs> okay. But, you know, we feel very similarly about our buns. And yeah. when we make them, they go into people. That's and then we are yeah. a part of the, right. those people well, with our bricky buns. So here's, here's to things that we make going into other people. That's right. Yes. Carlene and Kendra Blint were played by Britt Flynn and Stephanie Alba. Both are improvisers. They're radiant. They're hilarious. They can frequently be seen performing on Mothra, the Thursday show at Vermont Comedy Club. Shep Monzo was played by Tobin Mollett. He is the star of a solo improv show called Tobin Tales, which you can learn more about by following at Tobin Tales on Instagram. I'm Nathan Hartswick playing Dean Ardenfell. Follow this podcast at The Corporation Pod on Instagram. Join our Facebook group, Fans of the Corporation. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And while you're at it, maybe write us a nice review. The Corporation is a production of Unicow Media, the official tiny little podcast network of Vermont Comedy Club, located in beautiful Burlington, Vermont.